Shout it out, I have the victory. Come on, say it again, I have the victory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. How many people got something out of this morning? <laughs> I'm just working with the Lord here to see if he wants me to do anything more. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Well, we have the whole week out ahead of us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say this with me. The secret of the power is not for sale. I started this Tuesday night. And uh, I'm going to be working at this this week. And I'd like as many people to be part of this as possible so that we get it. Hallelujah. But just two minutes more tonight, I want to go segue. Because of the things that I said this morning, and Galatians 6 Nine, don't get weary in well-doing. How many people know that was a word? Don't get weary in well-doing. Amen. Because we're reapers. Praise the Lord. Shout it out. I'm a reaper. But it is vital that you attach your words To that which is right and abstain from speaking anything that will interfere with the processes of faith that wants to bring to pass and to bear the plan and the purpose of God. And so we're just having to take this as the Spirit is enabling us. Hallelujah. There is nothing in this earth so great or so powerful, including the physical body, that it cannot be turned around by your words. Every situation can be turned around by your words. Now say that again. Every situation can be turned around with your words. Now you go over into the great hall of faith, Hebrews chapter 11. I'd like everybody to read it. Get in it for this week as we go through these things. And just don't miss it because I believe that we can shift this week and go into next weekend, into August, completely different than what we came into July. Hallelujah. The entire course of nature, the future, the destiny, and the circumstances surrounding every human being are controlled by a person's words. We don't have a choice whether or not we live by words. We do regardless. However, we have a choice of what words we live by. I'm going to read that again to you. 
We don't have a choice whether or not we live by words. We do, however, have a choice of what words we live by. <laughs> if our mouths will feed our hearts the word of faith, then we don't need it. Our hearts will feed our mouths the word of faith when we do need it. i read that again. If our mouths will feed our hearts the word of faith when we don't need it, our hearts will feed our mouths the word of faith when we do need it. I've said this for years. If you spend all your time talking the word, then eventually the word will start talking back to you. We appropriate what is ours in Christ by making God's word a daily part of our vocabulary. We are to confess what we do in Christ, who we are in Christ, and what we have in Christ. We're just not waiting on things shaping up. We take scripture like it says in Hebrews, where it says that the world was framed through faith. Our worlds are framed through faith. I've had people many times over the years say, Pastor, I don't really believe that stuff about just, you know, having to watch your words. But yet, over a period of time, you can see that they are actually eating the fruit and living in the fruit of their words. I know one gentleman that kept on saying, and really, you know, laughed at Pastor Karn in the way that she ate. And he ate everything that he wanted to eat, and he died in his early 50s with bowel cancer. I want you to declare this over yourself. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. If I go to be with the Lord, it will be in full health. Hallelujah. Come on, let's receive this. Let's receive it. If I go to be with the Lord, it will be in full health. Now, there are certain things that come on certain people that are not walking right with the Lord. Sometimes they can set themselves stout against the Lord. Or, but what they do is they open doors. They know better, but they open doors. It's good while they're good, but when something goes wrong... Then we need 911 to the church to sort out the mess. Are you with me? What the enemy so desperately wants us to do is Daniel 7:25. Remember? Three things. What is it? Hmm? Weary the saints. Pervert the times and speak against God. Three things. Weary the saints, pervert the times, and speak against God. Now, there are millions of backsliders out there. 
who think that they're just living okay and it's okay and it's all going good. And you know what? This whole faith thing, really, it doesn't work. There's no spiritual laws in operation because we can't see them. We just think it's religion. We think that you got something crazy. There's no need for all of this. But yet scripture clearly points us to this path to cause us to gain an understanding that I know that this is a relationship between you and the Father, but you have to understand and respect the laws. I'm not talking about the law. I'm talking about laws, spiritual laws. That if you break laws in the natural, you pay the consequence. If you break laws spiritually, it's not God sitting there pushing buttons. This one will have more. This one will have less. This one will be hurt. This one won't. There's a whole world that is working. Please listen to me. There's a whole world that is working. And sometimes wayward people give you a serious job to contend with. Because they have lived in a way that has created mayhem spiritually. <laughs> and you're the one that has to constantly work to bring things into a order free from chaos yes, in a life, marriage, home, children, generations. How many people understand what I'm saying? So many, many times you'll find me saying things like during the day is I bring every word that is spoken in ignorance that is trying to work against me to not. How many people do this? Wave at me. How many people on a, on a regular basis throughout the day take authority over the enemy? Let me see your hands. Come on, everybody. It doesn't matter whether you do things in ignorance. You're still working laws. <laughs> I didn't know what that button did when I pushed it, Pastor. Well, the front fell off because you pushed the button. And there's nothing we could, I take authority over the front falling off. No, you pushed the button and the front fell off. That's what happens. <laughs> Pastor Carter saying you should have asked before you pushed the button. But just because we were in ignorance, the front still fell off. Was that plain enough for everybody? And this is what happens beyond what we see. Permission for things to work against. Permission for things to work for. Hallelujah. I want you to declare this over yourself. I'm working with permission for things to work for. Remember, is that whether you're in a group talking positively is one thing, but do not go home and then discuss things like 
no one, no thing can hear what you're saying. If you stay in faith with the crowd, then you have to stay in faith with the wife. If you stay in faith with the church folks, then you have to stay in faith with the husband, the friend, the family. <laughs> because if you think spiritual laws, then you won't go far wrong. And that you don't want to breach them privately if you wouldn't breach them publicly. <laughs> that was a good word for 20 minutes. I mean, people know those prodigals are coming home. Come on. It's like what I said this morning. You're not going to talk one more minute about what's wrong. <laughs> because your prayers have been released. And as far as the things in the spirit are concerned, it's all going that way. Now, you're not going to get in agreement with what they're doing. Everything's coming into agreement. Not with your will but with the Word, with the plan and purpose of Almighty God. Come on, do you see it? Come on, so we're going to put our emotions in a safe place. Amen. Amen, we're going to put our emotions in a safe place. We're not going to live helter-skelter roller coaster. We are led by the Spirit through our spirit. Our soul, mind, and emotions are subject to our spirit. Our spirit is being renewed by the word. Our mind is being washed by the word. But if you're not sowing to the processes of change God's way, then unfortunately you will be hammered by the forces that are at work in this realm. Was that clear? So as a born-again believer filled with the Spirit of the Lord on the authority of God's Word, that's why He didn't leave you down here at a peril spiritually. That's why Ephesians 1, Christ was raised to the right hand of the Father. Ephesians 2, you have been raised with Christ to the right hand of the Father, and it says that it's far above all principality and power. Everybody say that with me, far. Now, come on, I know some of you, this is, this is old hat to you, and you know all these different things, but there are people in this room tonight, you desperately need to hear this. There, there are people that will watch this archive, and they will desperately need to hear it. Because you are not at the mercy of these demonic forces. You're not at the mercy of spiritual laws going crazy on you. You have the authority. Say that with me. I have the authority. Come on, say it like you mean it. I have the authority. One more time. I have the authority, the authority. On, the earth, on the earth, from my place in the heavens, from, 
to operate. I am not here at the mercy of the God of this world, powers, wicked spirits. It's a good word. So that's where scripture says all of these will be on millennials home group or community page. So if you sow to the spirit, you reap life. But if you sow to the flesh, you say, but I was just so mad. Well, I told you this morning about my situation yesterday at the airport. Where? I could, I could just feel it all. I could just feel it all. It was like hot. But thank God, a strong spirit sustains us in adversity. It doesn't mean that you don't feel those things, but you have a choice. Whether you sow to the flesh or you sow to the spirit if I had a sow to the flesh we wouldn't have been home I can tell you now we would not have been home there probably would have been an argument between Karen and myself and it probably went, would have went from bad to worse and things would have been said and we would have been breaching spiritual laws all over the place why are you all laughing at me Because this has happened in your house, unfortunately, once in a while. And you know what we do? We repent to the Father, right? But we don't then spend time working words to bring everything into an order of the chaos that we created. <laughs> A few minutes ago, when the red mist descended. I think this was a great message. Now go with me so that I can give you a scripture. Proverbs 18, 20, 21. I'm nearly finished. I don't, I don't want to keep you too much longer. I just am so excited about this week. And uh, we're just going to have a big time. Samson should not have succumbed to the pressure emotionally to give the secret of his power. Be cautious in your very homes, in your closest relationships, that you do not allow yourself to become weakened through emotional upheaval. Or emotional baiting. I can't believe you're going to church another time. I can't believe you're going, you're, you're going to prayer. I, I can't believe you're putting other people in front of me. I can't believe you won't tell me. 
the code to the safe. <laughs> you don't love me. If you loved me, you would give me the code to the safe. For some people that struck a chord there, I don't know why. <laughs> if you loved me, you would just let me stay home from church. And let me relax if you really loved me. No, I love you. And we're going. This is how we work. Hallelujah. Brenniosto So Proverbs eighteen twenty to twenty one says this: A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Isn't that beautiful? Number one, words are God's method of operation by which he accomplishes his will, his purpose, and his desire. Number two, words set spiritual laws in motion. The law of sin and death, And like what we've already said, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Number three, words are the most important things in the universe. I'm going to say that again. Words are the most important things in the universe. Faith-filled words will put you over. <laughs> Go say that again. Faith-filled words will put you over. Remember Jesus said, and the enemy has nothing on me. I want you to say that. The enemy has nothing on me. You remember in Matthew 4, where after Jesus was baptized, and uh, this, these are just all my thoughts, so you just have to take it as it comes. And... Uh, Matthew 4, and Jesus came out of the uh, being baptized, and the Spirit of God was upon him, and he was led into the wilderness, and the temptations began. And it says in there that, that it was consecutive, and I know some of you heard me say this all the time, but this is how I live. This is how I work. I have an understanding in this area. That the enemy does not hit you just... A slap. The enemy hits you one, two, three, four. He wants to pummel you, to weary you, and to defeat you, or to put you on the back foot. Situation after situation after situation. And now he's got you on the back foot. 
Well, he tried that with Jesus as hungry as he was in the wilderness and all those different things. But Jesus withstood him. Got the victory over his flesh and stayed on course with the plan. <laughs> but then it says that Satan left him for a more opportune time. What is the opportunity that Satan was looking for? That if he could get him in the flesh, I know that you can go a different direction, but just work with me two minutes. Because regarding you, what Satan's looking for is the moment that you do drop your guard, then you're not with the faith fraternity. Then you haven't had an hour and 25 minutes worshiping like what you've had tonight. You know, I'll let you into a secret. If you say that you think when an hour and 25 minutes of worship is too long, you're revealing yourself. That your time with the Lord is not that hot. So I wouldn't tell anybody that you think worship's too long prayers too long I wouldn't tell anybody because in this place you are revealing how spiritual you really are and who it you're really in it for we're not worshiping to your length we're worshiping to his <laughs> We're not praying to satisfy you. We're praying to accomplish His will. That's why when people constantly want to pray out of the soul, and they call it the Spirit, and once they're finished with all the things that they needed to say, their prayer is over. And truly what they did is they just appeased the soul part of them. And truly, possibly accomplished nothing for them. Went very quiet in this Presbyterian church. <laughs> Reload. Be cautious of your soul needing to be appeased. He didn't need your soul, truly, to draw you to him. He just needed your agreement when the Spirit wooed you. So let's give him the right in the rest of our lives, and not just the moment we give him our lives. In Jesus' precious name. Words are spiritual containers. They carry power. They carry love. They carry faith, they carry hate, and they carry fear. Sam, if you want to jump up on the keyboard for me just ever so quickly. Words are seeds sown with our mouths that produce after their own kind. Words are the process starters of life. Words are the building blocks with which we construct our lives and our future. Words set the cornerstones of our lives. Words set boundaries which confine or release us. Words have creative ability 
They create the realities we see. God's word, the incorruptible seed, has within it the ability and the DNA to cause itself to come to pass. Words program the human spirit for success or failure. Words of God conceived in the heart, spoken out of the mouth, become a spiritual force that releases faith, which is the creative ability of God. Words establish strongholds, break habits, change things, and redirect thoughts and patterns. Words point us in whatever direction they are aimed and released. Words set the course of our lives. Words determine our future, our health, our wealth, and our place of eternity. We are the prophets of our own lives. Words arrive at our future before we do. I will say that again. Words arrive at our future before we do. Words create desires and transmit images that we will eventually live out. Words frame our world. Words spoken today become a living reality tomorrow. Words give permission and license to spiritual forces to work for us or against us. Words can turn around any situation. Words make demands on the blessing or the curse, whichever we call for. Words are goal setters that give direction and establish destination. Words are our methods of operation by which God accomplished his will, purpose, and desire in our lives. And I'll finish with this scripture. Psalm 141.3. Set a watch, a guard, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the doors of my lips. Hallelujah. And so this was just a quick segue. Don't be baited. It's all wrapped up in what God is saying. Don't give yourself to conversations that are going nowhere but defeat. Don't set ablaze forces of a negative nature, of a demonic origin. I don't know why all this bad stuff is happening to me. Check your words. I don't know how the enemy's doing this. Check your words. See if there's a door open somewhere. See if your tongue became a key to open the the door to the enemy. Because you don't want to be banged to the devil one moment and listen to him again the next. You want to keep him bound. You don't want to go in the places of prayer and the operations of the spirit. And you're doing a phenomenal job in tongues, a phenomenal job by the ways of the spirit. And that you are so unrenewed in your soul, your mind, your will. You have not become developed spiritually. You haven't become developed characteristically. And so when you come out of that place of prayer spiritually, you just say what you want, do what you want, and live whatever way you want. And you wonder why things are not going well. That is frustration. Ask me how I know. 
Because like you every day, I get a choice. I get a decision. Anybody, when things are good, <laughs> it's easy. How many people would agree to that? But it's when things turn and you're faced with stuff. that began the work in you is able to complete and pray in the Spirit with me just a few minutes. There was a lot said tonight. There was a lot done tonight in two short hours. But I tell you, between this morning and tonight, <laughs> this is the turning point. This is the turning point. And if you know people that are sick, tell them to stop speaking death. They might not like it. They will like it when life takes over. You remember the woman with the issue of blood? Her confession was in alignment and in agreement with her covenant if I can just touch him if I can just touch him if I can just touch him over and over and over if I can just touch him what if she would have said I'll never make him there's too many people I'll never do that I can't do that they'll throw me in a hut I'll have to stay in a hut for several days because I'm unclean. I will break the law. That man, oh, come on, guys. But yet the fulfillment of the law is standing right there in the courtyard. <laughs> so you can either go with what man is saying we have to do or you can go with the fulfillment. That is standing there as a statement I am the resurrection and the life. She could have given every excuse and started talking about every reason why not. And I've been hurt by the synagogue. I've been hurt by those rabbis. I've been hurt by the church. I've been hurt by pastors. I, I'm not going out there. I'm, I'm not pushing into that. I'm not going to show myself. I'm so embarrassed. I'm full of pride. But she got her confession to the place where she was so desperate. She didn't care anymore what people thought. She'd been to the end of that. And she just got in agreement and said, if I can just touch him, if I can just touch him, if I can just touch him, if I can just touch him. And she did. She pushed past the chaos in herself and in everything around her that said that she can't. And she did. I take authority over everything that's speaking in your life right now that you can't. And I say you can. Wow. I'm speaking to everything natural that's saying you can't. And I'm saying in the spirit, you can. 
I'm going to say it one more time. Everything in the natural that said you can't, you won't, it won't, it can't, it never will. And I say it will. It will. And it shall come to pass. I say it will come to pass. One more time. It will come to pass. Say it again. It will come to pass. Everybody said a big amen. <laughs> Did you get in at the night of this tonight? Come on. Whom the sun sets free is free. Indeed.